April 6th. Um, April 6th edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. And uh, I guess it's another UFC 249 episode. Um, I would much rather talk about something else at this point, but every day something stupid happens. And so today, the stupidity was the announcement that Tony Ferguson would fight Justin Gaethje in the main event of UFC 249 on April 18th. Uh, I guess somewhere in, I don't know, somewhere on the planet, um, and it would be for the inter- and it will be for the interim lightweight title. And when the news uh, first popped off, I, I I compared what was happening to a uh, a steaming pile of rancid trash, um, and said that. No one at the top of the UFC should ever be able to say they care about health and safety or mention anything about running toward regulation ever again. Um, I still feel that way. I will always feel that way if this fight card um, voluntarily goes on. There's no reason for this to happen. It's a joke. Um, it, It makes no sense. People say that we need entertainment at this time. No, we need people to uh, stay home to socially distance themselves we don't need entertainment if you're so starved for entertainment that you want people to risk their lives and the lives of their families and 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 strangers for for a brief couple hours of um cage fighting i don't really know what i can say to you other than you know, get a hobby, read a book, do something. Jesus Christ, if 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 things are that, if if your world is that, if you're that starved for fighting, I, I don't know, man. It's it's sad, very sad. Um, I don't know how this will become, uh, will be looked at as a positive for the UFC um, ever. Um, if they hold this at anywhere where there is no state athletic commission, they've, uh, they've erased a lot of their history, whether that history be, uh, a super myth type of history or reality. Um, you can't say that regulate regulation and health and safety are number one when you're putting people's lives in danger. And, and that is literally what they're doing. Um, you can tell me that the fighters want to do this. I will say they more likely have to do this to get paid. Um, that's, again, something the UFC could fix if it wanted to. It does not want to. It wants to keep fighters on the hook, um, keep them figuratively and literally hungry, so they have to take fights when they're offered to them. Um, everybody can say the right thing, but you know, uh, if you would ask an NFL football player, an MLB player, NBA, NHL, any of the major sports that are not going back at this time, um, they would probably tell you, yeah, we want to play, but the reality is it's unsafe. Dana White's ignoring that, that the safety. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, the... Um, The Association of Ringside Physicians today released a statement 
um, that said sporting events across the world have been canceled in response to the increased risk of infection and transmission by participants, fans, officials, and sports staff. It is our recommendation that all combat sports sporting events be postponed until further notice. This includes any and all events, regardless of the number of people involved. Any combat sport taking place during this global pandemic places the athletes, officials, and anyone else involved in the event under unnecessary risk of infection and transmission of COVID-19. In addition, combat sports athletes often require medical attention after about, and we do not wish to see any additional strain on an already overwhelmed medical system. So it's a sensible statement. It's a statement that will be ignored by the UFC um, and will be ignored by, by fans. Uh, they want their entertainment. They don't think about the repercussions. It's stupid. It's reckless. And no one should feel proud or happy about this. And you can call me uh, and others that are against this crybabies and, you know, that say we're vir virtue signaling. Um, but the reality is none of us want to see people get sick and possibly die. I don't know how that can be... Uh, being a crybaby or, or virtue signaling. Um, if you are against that, I guess basically you're just a fucking asshole. Uh, I don't know how you can justify having any other, any other stance on this. It's just dumb. But it is what it is at this point. Um, the fact that the fight was signed does not mean it's going to go on because there is still no location. So once there is a location, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a chance it'll happen. I really hope that someone with some sense steps in on this and, and puts an end to it. it I, I don't know. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of repeating myself. I'm sick of people telling me that it's, that, the, that you know, Dana White's doing something for, to make people happy. Uh, the reality is that that's not the reality. The reality is it's for money. Any sensible person would not do this. Um, I don't know what else to say, really. The whole thing, this whole UFC 249 thing has got me, uh, I don't know, it's a, I vacillate between uh, anger that it's happening and then depression that it's happening and um, uh, just... Uh, so my mind's totally in this state of... I'm basically confused, more or less, by it all. Um, I wish it would just stop. I wish it would just go away. I wish it would just be po postponed. Um, there's no justification, like I said. So hopefully something different happens soon. And uh, I can talk about something different. But... Until that happens, I'm stuck talking about the only thing that's happening right now, and that is just dumb shit surrounding UFC 249. So, I'm sorry. Um, hopefully this the themes of these podcasts will change at some point in the not-too-distant future. But for now, you're stuck with me bitching about UFC 249. I apologize. Um, hopefully you'll stick with me. And we'll have some other things to speak about. Oh, speaking of other things to speak about, um, today was the seventh anniversary of 
Conor McGregor's UFC debut. If you get the chance, I wrote about it on Bloody Elbow, and I can I can uh, I included some videos, and one of the videos that I included was the uh, post-fight press conference. Mm-hmm. I'd ask you to watch uh, the post-fight press conference. Um, it was it was just it was refreshing to see that version of Conor McGregor again while I while I did some research some research for the story. He was. Uh, a different person back then. It was only seven years, but he's really, really, really changed a lot, and I don't think it's for the positive. Um, I think he's he's become more of a caricature than, than anything at this point. Um, but that first post-fight press conference was, was a revelation. He, uh, he was still confident. He was still a little bit cocky, but he seemed awestruck by the whole thing. He seemed... I, I, I think he seemed a little naive at the time, and... Um, he just was was happy to be there. There was a genuine happiness. There was no acting. Um, it was it was a real moment, and um, it was it was nice to see that. But it was also kind of depressing to 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 realize all the changes that have taken place in in the ensuing seven years. But again, check that out. Uh, wrote about it on Bloody Elbow. Conor McGregor's debut. Uh, ask you to watch at the very least watch the uh, watch his moments in the post-fight press conference Um, it was fun to see that Um, it was a little change of pace from this UFC 249 stuff so check that out and uh, yeah Um, until tomorrow I guess stay safe and uh, try not to think about uh, what's going to happen with UFC 249 for a couple hours at least. All right, I will talk to you all tomorrow.